Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. One, two, three! As big a play as you'll have all season. Minshew to throw. Minshew swings it out to the yes. back left side. It's incomplete! This is the Rich Eisen Show. No good! Prater misses from 51, and the Seahawks win. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. As far as the future goes, I'll sit down with Robert, and we'll talk about things. Today's guests, two-time Super Bowl champion and Greenlight podcast host, Chris Long. Plus, your phone calls, latest news, and more. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of our show is on the air. What a crazy mixed up world we live in. But the sports world, that's ah, crazy mixed up too. Okay, there's lots to be mixed up. <laughs> uh, hour number three of our program, Chris Long of the Greenlight Pod was on earlier in hour number one. Um, and uh, if you missed it, we re-air as soon as this hour is over. Compelling conversation about the super wildcard weekend matchups, as well as what in the world happened at the end of the Saints and the uh, Falcons game. We'll get into that later on in this hour. Chris Brockman and Mike Del Tufo in their spots. TJ Jefferson Mitch? in his spot. You in your yeah. spot right now um, with um, phone lines are all lit. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. The national championship game is tonight. I'm already getting texts from people saying, are you nervous? Are you at the game? Yes, I'm nervous. I'm not at the game. I'm sitting here in the Rich Eisen Show studio as I will tomorrow because I'm a professional. Um, and, uh, you know, I just... You know, I don't, I don't know what else to say. I've, I've lost my mind. I'm just, I just want the game to kick now. Can we just get this uh, underway, please? Right. I, honestly, I don't know how it feels. This is new. This is, this is all new for me. All of it. Um, as I mentioned, eight four four two zero four. Rich number to dial. Let's take this phone call, Randy in Pennsylvania. You're Randy. here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Randy? Good, good day, gentlemen, to the uh, Sunset Coast. Randy, what's and, uh, please pray for peace, gentlemen. How are y'all doing? What's going on, Randy? Right. Oh, I have several questions. You gave me time to write this stuff down. Oh, boy. Mr. Patrick told me to land the plane while I spoke with him. So let's get to the point. Maybe I can segue into your discussion with Mr. Belichick and Mr. Kraft. Yes. Your thoughts on that? Because, you know, well, I'm older than you are, but uh, I am not publicly challenged as you, I might add. Okay. I've got great hair. Anyway, I it sounds like you do, Randy. Play. Like if I had a guess, just by the sound of your voice, I would say you were more uh, hirsute than uh, perhaps me. But the yeah, yeah, but at this point in time, I think the plane's got a, a hole in the side, but we can land it. Uh, oh, no, that's a whole other. Guy. I know that, right? Topsy-turvy world so what's we your, live. We need airplanes falling apart. So you want to know my opinion on on what? Well. Mr. Kraft, is that with a, a C or a K? Am I talking cheese or a whole other industry here? Mm-hmm. And I just think let's stay the course with Mr. Belichick. Uh, don't go down a, a path of unrighteousness. Give the man a chance. With he's got some good draft picks coming up. Is that correct? That is absolutely correct. And and thank you for well, the call, Randy. I'll I'll give you my opinion. Here we go because I think I know what you're saying here. So Robert Kraft and Jonathan Kraft and Bill Belichick are going to get in a room. They could be in a room together right now, for all we know. Perhaps. And the future of the New England Patriots will be mapped out with a significant role in the conversation being the past. Because this is not just anybody you're having this conversation with. This is 
the greatest coach of all time. I will. Ha- I have no problem saying that. Was I alive for all of Tom Landry? Was I, you know, aware of all of Don Shula alive and where? Nope. I'm talking about right now, in this day and age. And I don't want to hear what his record is without Tom Brady because Brady needed Belichick in the same way Belichick needed Brady. They were the perfect organism for each other. And what they did together will never be topped. Just won't. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I feel safe in saying that. And Robert Kraft knows that because without Robert Kraft, Belichick doesn't go there. Don't forget, Belichick, uh, I guess, saw Woody Johnson coming and said, I want no part of it. I'll go to New England. And, and went there. And did get, yes, lucky to get Tom Brady at 199 and then saw what Brady did and then had the gumption to keep him playing when Bledsoe and his $100 million contract got healthy. We can go on and on and on and on. Kraft knows. Both Krafts know. And they also know that what they build there in terms of their history and their future is the legend of the past needs to be part of their brand. Plain and simple. They give out red jackets for a reason there. And there's lots more red jackets to be given out that they haven't given out yet to people from their past. I'm talking about their Hall of Fame. And it means a lot to them. As the Ring of Honor does to Dallas and things of that nature. When, when there are Rings of Honor and stuff like that, and you do have past to celebrate. Trust me, I don't know how many green jackets the Jets will be giving out these days if they had such a thing. Gold jacket, green jacket. All right. <laughs> so Belichick's got to put a red jacket on one day. And what happens in this room, has to ha- that's got to be part of it. It's got to be part of it. And there's a certain respect level that needs to be paid to both guys. And I'm sure both guys feel that respect needs to be paid to both. But the idea that they're just going to run it back and there's nothing to be discussed, I think, is fantasy land. The question is, what does Bill want? Well, we found out finally today because in his press conference today on Zoom, there was no more ability to say, I'm planning for the next Mm -hmm. game because there is no next game. So Bill finally gave some answers to some questions about what his future is and what he wants. This is the first one up, his future. How much, you know, like one day after the season, but how much do you want to be here to fix this? And you often talk about your passion for coaching still being there. How much does that all factor into you just, you know, want to get this right here in New England after the year that you guys just had? Yeah, well, Dan, I just opened with that. and I'm going to do everything I can every day. Uh, to do the best I can to help our football team. That's what I've always done. Uh, it's never been any different for me in my career. I uh, learned that lesson from my dad growing up. Um, you work for the team that you're working for and do the best you can for until somebody tells you different. So that's not going to change. In, in the event um, you are no longer the coach of the Patriots, would, would you be interested in coaching for another team? In yeah, I'm not going to get into a lot of hypothetical situations. <laughs> yeah, He's not, I mean... But by, by the way, good question, and good he's, question. he's not going to get into that. He did say at one point he's under contract there. Yeah, first time we've ever really heard him. He's under contract. So address his contract situation. Right. So, in terms of him saying, "Does he want to be here?" He's like, "Yeah, listen, I'm 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 over seventy. I just stood in that snowstorm yesterday. Oh. You know, mm-hmm. like awesome. I know I'm a professional coach, but." The fact that I'm, it doesn't look like he even went home and changed, quite frankly. Yeah, that looked awful. He, he is, he is, I'm telling you, I saw him in person. He is as locked in into coaching and into everything that involves coaching as possible. And when he says, I do it for the team that I'm contracted for, that's the way it always has been, he's also letting you know, I've got a contract here. But that's the way he looks at everything. You know, I, I coach this down, and then I move on to the next down, and then I move on to the next quarter, and I move on to the next half, and I move on to the next game, and I move on to the next opponent. And then more often than not, he wins it because he's an outstanding coach, and the players he's had there have been outstanding. And that's the question about him being the one to shop for groceries 
is it possible he stays and has a different structure around that? He was asked about that. Yeah, I'm, look, I'm for whatever, um, you know, collectively we decide as an organization is the best thing to help our football team. And, you know, I have multiple roles in that, and I rely on a lot of people to help me in those uh, in those responsibilities. If somebody's got to have the final say, uh, I have it. I, I rely on a lot of other people to help. And, you know, however that, um, yeah, whatever that process is, you know, I'm, I'm only part of it. Just a cog in the wheel of the machine. Did he say I have it, meaning he's got the final say? I mean, I think that's obvious, right? I mean, it's entirely possible they get somebody who who he respects immensely that will be the general manager, but then it comes push comes to shove. Like this is part of the conversation the crafts are gonna have to have with Bill is right. like draft room, we're on the clock. That person not named you is the one who's making the call on the right. draft choice. I don't think he stays for something like that. Doesn't I don't seem think like he stands it. for something like Doesn't that. Doesn't seem like uh, it. And, and I, can you blame him? Um, can you blame him? No, but at things At this change. point in time, I, I know change. things change, yeah. but at this point in time, at this point in his career, you don't think there's other teams out there. That are going to give him full control? Yeah. Who I think that would be tough if I'm an owner to give Bill full control at this point. You don't think Arthur Blank would do that? If I'm a Falcons fan, I would hope that he doesn't. Or they once went to a Super Bowl. Thomas Dimitrov came from the Patriots. Like they've they've had a general manager who's come from Bill's cloth. That's a to thing. take to, to build a team that they damn near they were up twenty eight to three on Bill. You can't live in the past when you're deciding this type of stuff. You can't. Well, that's what I mean. I think we're laying out for you what this major puzzle is all about i mean carolina just fired their gm this morning they have both well spots that's because they're, they're clearing the decks but whoever I mean, they're hiring is going to have i don't know yeah. could be my my michigan head coach it could be for i don't know it could be for bill but bill he's like i'm coming to work i bet you he's doing today outside of whatever meeting they might be having if he is meeting with the crafts i bet you whatever he's doing today if i had a wager is everything that he's ever done on a monday after any season he hasn't made the playoffs which is rare I mean, he's just probably years. going about his business yeah, and taking some cold medicine, I hope. Imagine how this must feel. He just stood outside in the, in, in the snow watching that against the Jets team of all the t- – and that's another reason why he probably doesn't want to leave. You think he wants to walk out on a home loss to the Jets? That's his last game as a Patriot coach? Hey, Tom Brady's last, last game I know was a, a home playoff loss with a pick six. I, I know. mean, it happens. To Vrabel. Who, who uh, I know, be, I know. Uh, that's that's who you're. That's, that's, who that's on your hope chest. Same, well, you take a line. There's a bunch of people, you know, in Columbus, Ohio, hoping the same thing. Also, I mean, I saw other people point this out. I kind of thought the same thing. Bill pointing out that he's under contract. You think Bill, the GM, is going to want to give up a draft pick of a new team he goes to? No. So he is either the head coach next year or he's fired. Which is uh, a way to maybe, but they have to. Listen, you have to understand this. Bill's got to come home at some point. I don't think Bill would take it personally. Bill used to get rid of guys a year or two to where he traded Richard Seymour, who's wearing no, a red jacket it. now, no, I got it. I got it. For a, before he was done in New England. And okay. Well, this all has to be hashed out. I mean, like, I think we have just truly laid yeah. out what is going to be had. Because if you're Robert Kraft, you got to be like, listen, the players on the field are just not what we're used to and you know that bill like you know that oh they're the worst roster in the league and so and and the coaching staff that you put together for mac you know mac was a healthy scratch he didn't even play he wasn't even active against the jets he got benched for the AI quarterback (laughs) yesterday (laughs) i don't even know his name i just know him as the ai guy nate Nate or Rourke, Nathan O'Rourke. Yes, right. Nathan Rourke. I mean, that sounds made up. The Canadian me. that the the uh, the Jaguars I mean, had for a bit. I know, dude. It's well, just if, not Patriot like at if all. If Robert and Jonathan can convince Bill to accept someone to help him in the player personnel department, that has the final say in the draft room. Yes, because that I, ain't I think then that, so. I don't think Bill does that. I would love if Bill no came way. back next year as head coach. Dude, I just don't you, see as it well. Happening. You should. There's nobody. I just don't see it happening. Better than him. Whoever you get will be a downgrade. Period. At, End of at story. Head coach. 
as somebody yeah. who will get you ready for game day yeah. and know how to great. handle in-game situations. Correct. But he's in his that's 70s. That's a fact. He's so a, what? Who cares? But it's So is Pete Carroll. Pete doesn't have final say on personnel. Well, I mean, sure. That's what I mean. Right. So why can't we find I'm that? Saying, I'm saying Bill is not going to be as amenable to change. I don't know. If they bring in somebody who's from his realm that he can handle. I mean, Scott Pioli's on NFL Network. Let's get him back in the uh-huh. building. Well, it could be this the, the Ziegler fellow who the Raiders just bounced. We'll see. I don't know. It's going to be an interesting week. Uh, I don't know when we're going to have a decision, but I imagine it'd be soon. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the program. Let's take a break. When we come back, there's the Jets part about it, that last game. And trust me, we're not going to be talking about the Jets too much, but Aaron Rodgers did speak today. Your phone calls and then what's going on with the Giants. Hey, I told you about their quarterback and I'm right. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's go back to the phone line. Savannah in Washington, D.C. What's your, what, how you been, sir? I'm doing good, Rich. How are you? What's on your mind? First of all, I'd like to say our Wolverines uh-huh. in the national championship tonight. I cannot wait. Yep. And it's kind of awesome because it's in Houston. Last I checked, uh, Rich, um, a Michigan man won a championship in Houston. Chris, do you know who that guy was? Yeah, uh, TB12. Uh, TB12. TB12. Yes, sir. Okay. Awesome. I think he won two times. I think he won twice there. And, and, uh, excuse me. Sorry. Shout out to my guy, uh, Mike Del Tufo, and uh, TJ Jefferson as well. There you go. Appreciate that. Thank you. All right. the reason I called today, Rich, was because it's such a big deal. It's the last night of the 14 college football playoff. Because yep. It's going to be expanding to 12. So I came up with the top five list from my Rich Eisen Ranch book. Oh, boy. Top five <laughs> college football games of the 14 playoff era. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Hold on a minute. Sravon, I'm going to put you back on hold because we're about to be joined back in the radio uh, show. And, uh, this is fun. We'll get you right to that uh, when we get back. You put him back on hold, Mike? Yes. Be careful. Did you didn't hang up. No, he's on hold. Okay. okay. Mike, you've well, been I mean, off. You, I mean, you've been you working for like weeks. Come you on. It's like you've never done it before, Mike. No, I've, yeah. I've held up I held up on people. You've heavy-fingered people before. <laughs> yeah, that's a different. <laughs> I put them on hold. All right. So how much time have we got till we come back? <laughs> 30, oh, thir- 30, seconds, 30 seconds, which is a, as much time as you'd want me to dedicate to this. But uh, my fantasy basketball team's won seven in a row. Oh, come on. Uh, once upon a time, 0-3-1. Don't let me in the tournament either. I'm the Buffalo Bills of our... And I started 0-3-1. Great. It's won seven in a row. What place are you in, Rich? Second, above T.J. Jefferson, oh. who's fallen like a rock. Falling and can't get up. I'm in third place. I know. Oh. That's what are we a, talking about? I see an asses and elbows of the guy sitting to your left. 
Oh, I can't I've wait to play you again. Fantastic. I can't wait to All play right. you again. Back on the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by in our Roku-only segment. We had Sravon from Washington, D.C. on. Uh, and you, you, what, do you, what would you like to do now, uh, now that we have the real estate, to let you uh, roam the studio space for a couple of minutes? What do you have? So I had, um, because the top five, excuse me, the college football playoff yes. uh, 14 seasons are coming to an end because yes. of the expansion. Yep. So I wanted to run down my top five college football playoff games of the CFP 14 era. Okay, very good. Hit, hit, uh, you don't have any music for me. Okay, very good. What do you got, Sarah? What do you got? Okay, um, number five, uh, Rich, I hate to bring this up, but this was in 2023 in Arizona. Yeah, yeah, I the was there. The Horn Frog which launched this great run for the University of Michigan, but it was one of the great games because of what TCU was able to show with yeah, Matt Duden, Witten Johnson, and company. Wasn't very impressed. Number Not very impressed by the list so far. What else you got? Number four, this is also a little bit painful. Does the name Ezekiel Elliott ring a bell? Uh, I don't know what's happening right now. What's what's happening? I give this <laughs> man real a, estate, he and he's just like, oh, yeah, when TCU beat you. He was on and when side. Ezekiel Elliott won his national up, championship. Up, what, 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 Rich, what's up? I'm your fan here. Just get, wait for it. Okay. Number four oh, was when Ohio truth. State took out Alabama in the Sugar Bowl. Okay. In 2014, just kick it off. All right, so now let's get number to three, three, then. Let's get to the good number part. Three, you will like this one. Okay. Very good. It's when Deshaun Watson, after a year after losing in Arizona to Alabama, decides yeah. to hit Hunter Renfro for a game-winning touchdown. Yes. Many people think it's an the illegal pick, Clemson but that's 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 number three. Okay, what's number yep. two? Number two, Chris, this one's for you, my friend. Sony Michelle sends the dogs to the we national championship game. game in a double overtime victory. In the Rose Bowl. The happiest moment of her life. Overtime, it's yes, truly unbelievable. It awesome. Number one? Rich, this one's for you, man. It was some guy named Mason Graham and Keegan, uh, Kenneth Grant. Yep. Taking the hope of the great Rich Eisen and his beautiful bald head in the Rose Bowl, stunning Alabama to shock Paul Feinbaum and the rest of the fools. And his beautiful and bald head. And comes up with a signature win. Thank you very much. There it goes. From out in Washington, D.C., well thank done. you. Well I always done. appreciate his... Uh, his love of no, nobody else. He loves top fives, and he he's, he's he listens to like us, and we appreciate him being dialed, dialed in. We see a big one in the Rose Bowl, though. Okay, which one? Vince. Like, well, in no, the no, college no, football playoff. It's it, it, he was talking no. about since 2014. Yeah. Oh, since, okay, this is the newest iteration uh, of, of college football's okay. Don't ask playoff <laughs> system. It ends tonight. I'll take off again. By the way, what and this will be the last time that these two teams face each other from different conferences well, as well. Did you think he was doing like top five Rose Bowls or something? No, no. I, just don't worry. He just, he just presses the buttons and works the faders. No, no, I went for the championship. He doesn't listen to the playoffs. content. <laughs> he doesn't listen to the content. <laughs> yeah, I do. A He's little. missing one. If I care. He's missing Vince Young. <laughs> it depends on how much I care about the content. Uh, Corey in Baltimore, you us take your call. Been hanging on for two hours. What's up, Corey? Hi. Uh, my question to you is now, because you called it, you said nobody in the NFL wanted to see the Bills in the playoffs, and as a Ravens fan, I don't too. So my question to you is, if the Ravens and the Bills do end up meeting in the AFC Championship game, do you think the Bills have a shot of winning in Baltimore? I do. I do, Corey. Uh, I, but I think the Browns have the best chance of them all, because they'd be coming in with the quarterback that would just freak everyone out. But I think, uh, listen, um, if they play like they did in the last month and a half, two months of the season, and the defense is healthy, and my son Kyle Hamilton's out there uh, <laughs> patrolling, um, you know, the uh, unofficial Eisen, Kyle Eisen, um, he has no idea. Well, I, I did tell him. You told him. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I think the Ravens are, are Super Bowl bound, but I think the Bills, and thanks for the call, Corey. Appreciate that. Was that Stavros, actually? Didn't that sound like Stavros. his? Didn't that sound like his character? Was that Randy? Stavi baby. Is that Stavi baby? <laughs> so just caught you off guard when he started. No, I, honestly, I mean, um, you, the, the the teams that can upset you more than anybody in the playoffs are two. One is that they don't know any better because they're so damn young. That's why you look out for the Packers. Yep. And then uh, a division opponent that knows you very well and is not at all afraid to walk into your building. And uh, these Browns are playing better than the the Browns that won with one in that building with Deshaun Watson a few weeks ago. So, it's about teams as well right now that are out because everybody's relevant looking towards next year. Aaron Rodgers spoke today 
uh, to the New York media. And uh, this press conference, a little different um, feel to it than, you know, the feel good. Remember when his Achilles was intact and everybody thought they had a chance to actually make the playoffs this year? <sighs> and he, he said something dismaying, to be straight up with you, about whatever's going on in that building that uh, isn't about winning. Listen to this soundbite. Anything in, the, in the, this building that we're doing individually or collectively that has nothing to do with real winning needs to be assessed. Everything that we do has to have a purpose, too. When you step in the building, there's intentionality with everything that you do. And it's not a half-the-time thing. It's not a sometimes thing. It's not a most-of-the-time thing. It's an every-time thing. If you want to be a winning organization and to put yourself in position to win championships and be competitive, everything that you do matters. And the bull that has nothing to do with winning needs to get out of the building. I'm wondering what he's referring to right there. Is it, I think what he might be referring to, if I had a guess, was... Remember Zach Wilson got out that he was considering not accepting the starting role again, which <laughs> him entering a concussion protocol that lasted a month, even though, as I pointed out, I think yeah. that lasted a month because they were doing him a solid because they'd already, my guess is they already told him he can, he can leave and they want to make sure he's healthy when leaving. Right. That's the, that's the least you can do <laughs> is to make sure that he can find the job quickly that you're allowing him to go find, and I'm sure he's happy to go find elsewhere. But that came out of the building, and I think that pissed Rodgers off, and I don't blame him. Uh, I, I don't know what else he might else be referring to. And I, I just because I always shoot straight here, you know, his appearances on Pat's show don't strike me as have anything to do with winning except winning whatever culture wars he cares to wage on ESPN's air. That has nothing to do with winning for the Jets. And he might sit there and think whatever he's saying on Pat's show that's outside of the realm of football about the Epstein list and Jimmy Kimmel and all that stuff. Didn't he, was he, did he address that today, too? Somebody he did. asked him he about did. that? Someone asked him about it. He said he's going to talk about it. Tune into the show tomorrow. Well, I mean, said. so, so, so I mean, that strikes me as having nothing to do with winning. But I bet you he, again, I should, I'm sure he's thrilled that I'm, I'm ascribing thoughts in his head into this microphone. I'm sure he thinks that it has nothing to do with um, preventing winning. He's just being himself and is his, wow. his well, a dude. But but he honestly, there's a large part of the Jets fan base that just doesn't want to hear the, that stuff. And it's like I, I'm more interested in hearing from Aaron Rodgers. Hey, man, you've been part of championship teams and championship cultures that clearly the Packers have. Because everything that Gutekunst has been doing, pressing buttons, they're in the playoffs again with a kid that looks to be just as as ready to roll as Rodgers did when he first took the gig from Favre. And just like Favre when he took the gig from the Magic Man. So if there's any of that secret sauce that Rodgers knows about from inside a building about what it takes to have a winning culture that he feels the Jets don't have... I'm all ears, but the Epstein list, I don't care. That has nothing to do with my affiliations or my thoughts or whatever, because that sounds like that has zero to do with winning too. And all it is, is it's now he's being asked a question in a press conference like this about that. And he's like, tune into something that has nothing to do with winning on ESPN. Yeah, he's, but, talking, he's talking about the BS. He brought the BS to well, New York. Well, again, he he didn't have his he didn't show up with a like oh, I'm going to go there and have my Achilles blow up in 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 day five. Now, if 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 the the moves that that Joe Douglas didn't make because because they didn't want to inflame Rogers or I they thought Rogers was coming back. You know, a lot of people made fun of the fact that the Jets players voted him the most inspirational player. Again, we're not in the building. We don't see what he's doing. Again, he was like being the Sherpa to Mackay Becton before his Achilles blew up. So he's he he's got he has his teammates at hello, and they have him as well, having their back. That's clear. They wouldn't have voted him most inspirational if they didn't feel that way about him, which is great for next year. 
And I love Robert Sala saying, yeah, the coordinators are staying the same as long as they don't get a head coaching job. I'm assuming he's meaning his defensive coordinator, not to be disrespectful. But, you know, everything has been made to make sure they're going to win with him next year. All season long, as I've watched Flacco light it up and Carson Wentz. I mean, I, I was wrong. I was like, don't sign Carson Wentz and don't sign Flacco. What an idiot. <laughs> uh, honestly, I'm, I'm raising my hand. So I'm all ears about what Rodgers has to say about winning cultures in that building because he's been part of them for a long-ass time, and he's been the leader in those environments, the leader and championship quarterback. That's what I want out of him. But if he doesn't think that what he's saying outside of the realm of football elsewhere is he's saying about you got to be that way all the time, if he doesn't think that that's not damaging him with other members of the fan base, that's insane. It's 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 not it's not it doesn't compute. What is it, is it a technicality because he's no, at home when, no, he's, when no, he's doing no, no, those conversations? He, but he just said he just said that that it's it's all the time. It's everywhere. And I understand he kept saying in the building and knowing him, every word out of his mouth is chosen right. carefully. Because he's home doing those interviews, it, I doesn't, guess so. it doesn't matter? I, I, don't, I don't know because I don't know if any of that stuff has anything to do with winning for the Jets. It has stuff to do with winning about stuff that he wants to say in his mind and what he feels in winning, you know, elsewhere. But I'm talking about winning football. And if he's saying if it has nothing to do with winning football, I don't want to hear about it, then then he should hear what's coming out of his mouth. Because I, 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 I'm putting every egg in his number eight basket next year, man. You should, you, the, you should trade him. As a fan, uh, nah. you should want him gone. He's, nah. nah. It's nothing but toxic, okay. dude. I, except it's not. They just voted a most inspirational player. It's not toxic to his teammates. It's not. He's saying something is going on in that building, and, and again – he may have nothing to do with it, but if he's saying it has nothing to do with winning, hey, to a lot of fans, what you're saying elsewhere has nothing to do with winning. Football. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the program. Uh, where are we going? Fitz in Dallas. You're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Fitz? Here we go. <laughs> I like that start. My PJ morale is great here in Dallas, and I had two parts to my my question slash statement. PJ, how many times were you yelling at the TV yesterday to pull players? Yeah, I don't know yeah. what's up with that. Yesterday, they do that all the time. And I apologize, though. guys, if you already addressed this at the beginning. No, no, go I'm ahead, go ahead, Fitz. Show. Yeah. So anyway, so I just I, mean, I just couldn't believe it. We were watching the corner of the TV with the score of the, the Giants-Philly game. We're going up, and we're like, Jerry, make the call down to the sideline. I thought the same understand. thing. But yes. they've always done that there. Don't you remember Jason Garrett oh. kept DeMarco Murray in a game with his hand like, like surgically oh. repaired against Jacksonville? Yeah. You know, and they kept yeah. running him in a game that was already decided. And I, that's, was, I was at the end of the third quarter. There was about two I, minutes left, and dude, that's when I was like, and I literally, I tweeted I literally it thought, out. I was like, I wonder if Jerry could call down and be like, get these, uh, the game right now. Because it was every single minute, them every single game. minute watching the red zone and watching, a, you know. And Pitts, I can be honest with you, watching the game, I, you know, I, I keep my composure, but every time a play happened, I'm, Dude, really, every, I'm watching for an ankle getting rolled over. Me too. Or just like, yeah. and I'm sitting there like, please, just get, Dude, just don't get hurt. At just one don't point, get hurt. DK Metcalf strolled, you know, uh, you know, uh, ambled off the field for Seattle. AJ Brown gets holding his knee. Mm -hmm. Sam Laporta gets carted off. I mean, there were some serious big name players that got hurt in Week 18. We were very lucky. To and get I'm out like, of that. man, I was thinking the same thing, Fitz. But that's not what Dallas does. And um, well, I, I, was, was, I was very yeah, happy was to hear Cooper Rush yell, here we go at the beginning of the fourth. <laughs> Without question, I was like, all right, good. Thanks out. All right. Thanks for the call, Fitz. Well, Appreciate one it. Last, well, here's hey, Rich, one yeah. last thing real yeah. quick. Yeah, brother. Sorry. Um, hey, just going back to the Peacock uh, broadcasting coming up this week, I don't like it because we, were, uh, we had the Big 12 tournament here with uh, Oklahoma State and Texas a couple of weeks ago. There was a direct TV dispute with the ABC affiliate or ABC. Yeah. And the bar that we went to, they were like, well, we're going to we'll stream it on our TVs. They didn't have the bandwidth. 
So, I mean, I, I, I hear you. The NFL doesn't protect the shield. No, what they're doing is, first of all, Fitz, you know, uh, as we're, we're streaming live on the Roku channel and uh, on the Roku portal where you can get the game, you know, um, obviously you're 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 coming to a streaming household. We we love it. And it's not has nothing to do with business. I mean, we cut the cord in our house when we when we joined the Roku channel. And thanks for the call. Appreciate it, Fitz. Yes, right, Fitz. Um, and I, I, I understand bandwidth and latency and all that sort of stuff. That stuff is going to get figured out technologically as we move down the road. I thought I watched, um, you know, on the on YouTube TV all season long Red Zone. It was phenomenal. Uh, the Sunday ticket. I mean, uh, watch it. It was phenomenal. They just have to let you decide how you can split up the four box. Yeah, you could get that's to my next technology. Complaint. Just ch- let me choose which four, four I can I do. Watch, Don't yes. just create them and have me go find the one that I'm most interested in. Ish. Give me the. F- I want to create the four. That's my biggest. I got only it. Complaint. But these things are for the first year. I thought it was a smash hit. I understand people are like, hey, this. You know, they couldn't get it because they couldn't get the bandwidth. We're coming to a streaming world. Everyone. Heads up. We yeah. exist here on the Roku channel because it is an important part of, thank goodness, the Roku platform's sports um, plan. It's time to get and familiar, that, You know, and we're here to let you know you can literally. I, I was uh, on the Roku last night. Last night um, had um, was watching the NBA League Pass and watching the Lakers Clippers and watching the, the Sunday night game all through streaming. No problems. Uh, I, I loved it. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Let's talk about the other New York team, if you don't mind. The Giants. What did I tell everybody? By the way, I love starting sentences that way. <laughs> Started the show that way. No, uh, don't let the Bills in the playoffs. You like to be right. I might be wrong eventually, but who knows? Right now, though, I told everybody. I told you, Chris. told Alan Dallas. Daniel Jones is going to be your quarterback next year. That doesn't mean it's the right move. Uh, dude. I understand. <laughs> so, what are they, are they? What's their final draft order? Fifth? Is that what the Giants are? Uh, let's take fifth. A quick or did they win? Their win. Their win. Probably um, move you'll, that up to sixth. There take they it are. Down. They're sixth. There they are. They're sixth. There they are. They cost themselves a spot. And so they're sixth. You know what? They're not choosing sixth. A quarterback. It ain't happening, Giants fans. Eh, it is Penix lights it up tonight. Not Penix is not going to be drafted sixth overall by the New York Giants, who need a lot of help. Still. Joe Shane, the general manager, sitting next to the head coach, had exactly that to say about Daniel Jones today. Does this sound like a... I feel like you can build a team around a quarterback who has that injury history now with two neck injuries and now a torn ACL? Yes. Yeah, I mean it's it's football and guys get hurt. I mean you can't you can't always predict it. I mean I, I think you know guys that have previous injuries, um, you know there there's some you got to look at the injuries individually and, and what they were, how they were caused. But um, you know I got a lot of faith in our training staff as well. So again, hopefully he'll be back for for week one. Again we don't we don't have a crystal ball here, but you yeah. know we'll continue to build the team the way we see best. There it is. You need to add to that room someone who can potentially start. And compete with Daniel for a job? Well, there's a chance he's not ready week one. So, yeah, I mean, we, you got to sign somebody that can hope you, you know, a plan, again, plan for the worst, hope for the best. Like, you plan for him not being ready. So, you're going to need somebody that can hopefully win you some games early on if he's not ready. And if he's healthy, you know, you anticipate him to be healthy at some point, start of the season or early in the season. Um, do you have the same faith of him, of him right now as you did you know, when you signed him to the contract? Yes. I know what you're thinking, Chris. Those two guys, when, and Joe that Shane came on the show. I like him. I like him. Jobs? I like him, and I like Dable. <laughs> Those look like two guys who are making this decision, who have been given the license to make this decision, who will lose their jobs because of that very moment right there. One thousand. You believe that? I believe that. Daniel Jones. They're not going to go to the playoffs, and those guys will be on the street in less than two years if they stick with this guy. Man, he looked like Colin Kaepernick in the win against the Minnesota Vikings, and I'm wondering if that turns out to be fool's gold, then you're right. It was one game. And then this year, it just was none of none of that before he got hurt. None of that before he got hurt. Yeah. 
No glimpse. And then That's better whatsoever. after they put in Tommy Cutlets and then Tarod Taylor. Yeah. So that's the plan, even though he's not going to be ready week one. And if he is, he's a guy that rushed back from a major knee injury and a neck injury this year. And then there's Saquon Barkley. Let's We're back at it again with him now that we're turning the page because he's a free agent if they let him hit the open market. And it sure doesn't look like they're going to let him hit the open market. This is what Joe Shane had to say about getting Saquon back in the fold. Again, Saquon and I will talk about that. Um, that's a tool we have at our disposal. Um, you know, it, it wasn't when we redid his deal before he came to camp, you know, that wasn't taken out of that deal. You know, it wasn't a, hey, we'll do this, but no franchise tag. So um, that's an option we have on, on the table. We'll have those conversations. I'm not saying we will or we won't. Um, a lot of those conversations will be had, you know, over the next month or so. And in terms of Saquon, if you remember, they franchise tagged him. He got pissed. He, he started holding out and then started saying some very un-Saquon-like things like saying, maybe I should tell the team to go F off, right? <laughs> remember they said that on the pod, yeah. on a podcast? And, um, and then the, the Giants offered him an incentive plan to just come in from the fold and – this just in we looked at it the incentives that would have paid him what like 300 grand each or something like that yeah it's um, like 13 1350 yards rushing he had 962 11 touchdowns he had 10 65 catches he had 41 he missed just three games but he also had as you know a revolving door at quarterback an ineffective daniel jones and then Terod Taylor gets hurt, and then they go with Tommy Cutlets, who actually, you know, starts playing football to the point where he was the football version of Jeremy Lin. <laughs> and and then Taylor comes back in. And so if you're wondering how this whole sits with Saquon, because there's Joe Shane said they're going to talk about this because it's a tool in their in their arsenal, if you will having a franchise tag, Saquon was asked about it today. And the quote uh, from Saquon Barkley, I believe, got tweeted out by Pat Leonard of the Daily News. Quote, they did it last year, so I'm numb to it. I don't have any feelings towards that at all. If you're going to do it, just don't wait until March 5. Just get it over with. If not, let me go. Simple. <laughs> oh, wow. And let me yeah. just. So he, he's, he's he gone. Well, no, he's in no mood. Like, sign him. Sign him. And I'm, I'm back in this position again because I don't get it. I don't get it. He's 100,000%, and I know that's an exaggeration, their best offensive player. There's nobody in his realm. I know they've got speedy receivers, and I know Darren Waller used to be really, really, really good. And when he was healthy, again, he got hurt. This guy is without a doubt their most famous player, their most beloved player, their Walter Payton Man of the Year candidate, and is an absolute gem in every way, shape, or form. Sign him. Honestly. And you're, you're, you're holding out hope that your $40 million a year quarterback is still worth throwing your entire possible Giants careers into hoping his neck and his, and his knee is ready. You're fine. You got, we have no doubts about him, but I don't understand it. And all I keep thinking of is the Indianapolis Colts who took the hard line with Jonathan Taylor. What happened when the rubber met the road Saturday night in a winner go home, do or die game? What happened? He ripped one off from midfield to change the tenor of the game when it looked like the Texans were about to take this thing. And then in the fourth quarter, when they had to have it on the drive, they kept handing it to him after he probably, you know, had a moment in the locker room to get his heel right. Comes out, they keep on handing it to him and handing it. I'm like, oh, so suddenly this guy's valuable after all, huh? Oh, the guy that you needed to see healthy before you signed? Oh, oh, okay. I mean, they lost the game. I d d dude, well, but, that, that, but, but that's to your point. But when it came down to it, they pull him off the field, and then what happens? And then they put somebody else in the game, and they put it in Gardner Minshew's hands, and then the ball gets wound up on the ground. Honestly, they, they but, the man but in when the game. push comes to shove, I know they lost, Chris, yeah. but the bottom line is the only reason why they had a chance to win it was because of 2-8. And 2-6 in New York 
is the guy. So I understand you got to say this in front of a microphone, but Barkley is clearly in no mood for it again. Just get it done. It's crazy that you're going to have to, you know, play play with fire with the running back, but with the quarterback who looks overpaid and could cost you your jobs. Oh, yeah, we're ready to go with him. I, I don't get it. Let's take a break. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. Don't go anywhere. Back with more in a moment. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Is it true your dad's a Jet fan? Yes. I mean, such a Jets fan uh, that he has a Jets tattoo right here. Oh, oh, my gosh. When did he get that ink? Uh, was it was he inspired by Richard Todd's play in the 70s? Or what <laughs> was it Ray Lucas in the um, 90s that caused your dad to get that ink? What, what was it? Do you so know the story? The big here? thing about my dad and being a Jets fan, and I was once a Jets fan, um, <sighs> now definitely a Giants fan. Um, 1969. <laughs> you're, you're so I'm close. sorry, I grew you're up so a Jets close. fan. And, um, <laughs> go on. Yeah, Just 1969, <laughs> the first AFC team won the Super Bowl, the year my dad was born. Born in New York, um, growing up, everyone loved the Giants probably a little bit more. Uh, so he kind of just went the other way, being a Giants fan. Um, he kind of passed it on to me. Uh, so I grew up being a fan of Curtis Martin, Thomas Jones, uh, Chad Pennington, uh, the Mark Sanchez era uh, with Rex Ryan and those guys. Um, so I think he kind of got it probably maybe like when the Mark Sanchez era was going. I don't think he did it because of that. Sure. Um, he always had a passion. He always wanted to do it. And one day he just made up his mind. He said he's going to put a Jets tattoo right here. I don't know what I'm freaking out about more. The fact that you could be a Jet, you were living and dying with the Jets while I was living and dying with the Jets, or that your dad and I were born in the same year and you could be my son. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got a 10, almost 8 and a 5 at yeah. home. And uh, This is not about me. It's about you, Saquon. But, um, so was your dad disappointed that the Jets didn't take you? No. Um, my dad was happy that, you know, he seen his son living in Or didn't get a chance to take you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he was happy just like I was saying. His son, he's him and my mother. Uh, very fortunate to have both parents in my life. Um, you know, I've always went to them and told them what I want to do and what I'm passionate about. And they always give me great advice. Um, and uh, try to show me the way of what I got to do to get to my dream and live out my dream. That's Saquon back in the day right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Game time tickets. We're getting ready to do overreaction Monday uh, with game time tickets yeah, being uh, its presenting sponsor. And the same thing, uh, what the football, Susie Schuster and Amy Trask are going to have Albert Breer on tomorrow. That has just been confirmed. We're cultivating capers around here. Game time is a friend of ours on various platforms, and they should be a friend of yours on your mobile device. Because if you put game time on your phone, you can get all the tickets to sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. And they have all in prices. Show you your total up front so you know you're getting a great deal before you check out. See the view from your seat before you buy, too. You know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Guesswork is removed when you buy tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, use code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Restrictions apply. Visit gametime.com. Co for terms. Again, create an account, redeem the code RICH for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. So, Arthur Blank's final public appearance as a head coach for the Atlanta Falcons, part of the Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith, his final public appearance as head coach of the Atlanta Falcons was to undress verbally Dennis Allen. You didn't need to read lips because you could hear it, the microphone of him 
getting so angry at Dennis Allen that the one-yard touchdown that Jamal Williams scored when it was 41-17. It was 17-all, by the way, at half. It was. And the Saints scored everything unanswered. The Falcons fell apart. And Arthur Smith probably knew that this meant the end of his coaching career, and he did not like the disrespect to have Jamal Williams score and have the Saints celebrate like they just won the Super Bowl. When I think it was apparent that the Saints were out as the division winners too. They still had an opportunity to make it as a wild card. And Dennis Allen says, I, I, I understand, or I, I, I hear you, basically is what he said to him. And then we find out later that Jameis Winston, who was in the game as the backup, because the game was already decided, he's the one, along with the rest of the team, that decided to give the ball to Jamal Williams, who had m- the most touchdowns in the league last year, signs with the Saints, and had zero going in. So it was important for him to score. And we found out that they went rogue. <laughs> Dennis Allen called a, a knee and they handed it off. And here was Jameis after the game, just, you know, being Jameis. The play was, was victory. Yeah. Uh, but I also explained to DA that it was a team decision. And uh, and I think when you have the, a team morale, and I asked the guys, I said, guys, like, what do you, what do you want to do? Yeah. We know how much Jamal means to this team. And, and I understood from DA's perspective. So I, I, I give him that. Yeah. Yeah, but DA didn't condone that at all. Yeah. You know, he, he didn't. However, uh, we decided as a team to do it. And, man, we got an interception to the one-yard line. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. so if, 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 if we would have scored, would it still would have been I think it should be forgotten, especially when the score is already 41-17. Uh, so I, I don't know how, how much worse it can get. Uh, but I got a ton of respect for Arthur Smith and the coach that he is. Uh, I think they do some incredible things. I didn't mean to, I didn't want to disrespect him. That was not my intention. Uh, my intention was to lead the team that I've been with the entire year. And we made a collective decision that we wanted to get one of our guys who they fight with blood, sweat, and tears every game in the end zone. And uh, I'm going to feel good about that. He should he should go join politics. That was great. So actually, he convinced me. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm fine with it. Yeah, when a head coach, listen, about the team, listen, man, come on, in that work. I understand that, but so, the head coach said, "Take a knee." Right. And so he doesn't disrespect the coach, and say so he said, "Oh, I heard him." So he's, he's got the coach's back. Don't blame the coach. Blame <laughs> us, and blame and, and don't blame us for being disrespectful. Blame us for just being a team. Makes zero sense. <laughs> No disrespect to the other coach. No respect to the just other coach. Just disrespect to no, my coach. Just to, to my coach. But no, no, hold on a second. But, but, but when it all comes down to it, when it all comes down to it, I heard what the coach said, so I immediately asked the guys, what do you want to do? What <laughs> Under what structure does that actually exist on planet Earth as being okay? In case you're wondering how that's going to affect Dennis Allen's future, Ian Rappaport, during the commercial break, reported Dennis Allen is staying the head coach of the New Orleans oh, Saints. Oh, wow. Look, so, did Dennis you know Allen say, don't run this play, or did he, he said, just say, take a knee? Take a knee, which means don't run another play. But did Jameis then say, well, look, we want to get Jamal no, this it, touchdown? Yeah, <laughs> got it. Right. So we'll find out if Jameis is still the backup quarterback of the Saints. <laughs> well, Jameis should be starting somewhere. That's a t- totally different conversation. 